0: Welcome to Identity Church Sunday morning message, where our sonship is revealed. Stay tuned at the end of this message to receive more information about resources available through Identity Church. Now grab your Bible, sit back, and enjoy a message from Identity Church that is already in progress. So I just want you to welcome Jason Coker. So not, I don't know how much you guys know about me, my background, obviously, you know a lot of my background and my family, um, but I moved uh, to South Florida from this area about 10 years ago, uh, moved to the uh, Broward County area, uh, Fort Lauderdale, uh, started working for a bank, uh, then uh, a couple years ago went back to school to, uh, you know, I've always wanted to be an educator, um, figure out how to tie uh, my work life and all my experiences into learning. And I uh, went back to school uh, to study adult learning. And, you know, I've been talking to my dad quite a bit. I'm like, man, there's so much in the adult learning world, in the academic world, that also ties into people's spiritual life. And there's a whole aspect of spiritual learning, uh, even in the academic community, where researchers study how people as adults. A big portion of of some people's learning experiences as adult comes through the relationship with God and in their church community. And so I talked to my dad about I learn all these theories and everything. I'm like, man, you can tie this so well with your Christian walk. And so I was explaining some of it. He's like, man, you gotta come. I'm like, oh man, I set myself up, didn't I? (laughs) Right? So, you know, today's message is really uh, focused from a a perspective of adult learning. And then I get here and I see a million kids everywhere. I'm like, oh my gosh, I hope they send them and they have something to do. Uh, Because this really is about adults and, you know, how we learn. And we all have paradigms and perspectives that we filter our entire lives through. Uh, All of us, from our experiences. Sometimes we know what those paradigms are. Sometimes we don't. Um, But in my life, I really look through two big filters. One of them is leadership. Um, In my work life, I manage managers. And so a lot of of what I do is I look at leadership, whether it's leading yourself and influencing yourself uh, towards things or influencing a group of people. Uh, that's very important. And the second one is learning. Uh, I believe that uh, we don't learn as children and then we get a certain age, we stop school and we stop learning. Learning is a continual experience in our life. Um, and it's a, a valuable thing to have. I think it's really tied to our sense of well-being. And what I want to talk to you today is how your thoughts and beliefs and values Drive your behaviors, okay, and how through your life there's a lot of times you have paradigm shifts in your beliefs that determine how you behave. Sometimes it's intentional. Sometimes it's not. And this morning, a couple different times, uh, they asked you in your in worship to be intentional in your worship, right? So a lot of times we go through life. And our behaviors are driven by our beliefs, but we really don't realize what they are. So I want to walk through you today uh, with a, a learning theory that's called transformative learning. Okay, And tie that into your Christian life and learn how to live in this mode and really become intentional with your behaviors and making sure that your behaviors line up with how you wanna live. Now, this is important individually, as each individual person, but also I wanna speak to you as a collective church, as identity church, as a community, because you do have a collective perspective of what it means to be a Christian, what it means to have a relationship with God as a church community, okay? And it's about being mindful of what that means. You know, so I'm going to take you through a couple of different uh, other aspects around, you know, as adults, how we learn. Okay? Now, we always think of learning as, OK, kids, we wake up. We're told to go to school. We go to school. The teacher teaches us certain things. We listen to the teacher. We write it down. And then we you know, give it back to them in the form of a test to make sure we know the information. Okay that's not what i'm talking about right as adults you know we learn differently than children uh, and one of the biggest things we have is our life experiences that shape and mold uh, how we how we live and there's times in our lives that we go through different experiences and it shapes who we are okay and there was research done in the 1970s and uh, this researcher studied women who, after a period, went back into uh, uh, college. And they started studying again. And uh, he s- researched how that changed their identity and their life and their perspective on things and how that changed their behaviors. Um, and one of the, the points was this whole process and what he says is, you know, when people go through a perspective change, normally they resist it as much as possible. And they're only willing to change their perspectives. And what he called it, he called it a disorienting dilemma. That our human nature and our minds and the way that we work is once we have a belief, we tend to fix that belief and we will do everything in our power to not change it. Okay, And most of the time, it takes a disorienting dilemma for us to be willing to say, okay, I'm changing my mind. This is now how I'm going to believe, and those beliefs dictate our behavior. Okay, So I can think back through my life of different things that changed my perspective. You know, in 10th grade, moving from Vero Beach to here. You know, leaving everybody I knew, all the family, all the friends, everybody I played baseball with in Little League, and now moving here, you know, was a big change. Okay? Going to college, to a historically black college, changed my perspective of a lot of things. You know, uh, played baseball in college, realized I wasn't going to play any further than that, decided what I needed to do, ended up going to Oklahoma and went to seminary. Changed the way I think about things, the way I read the Bible, uh, the way I look at life. You know, moving back down here, right? A lot of positive things happen. Spending time and working in the family business, learning business, Right? You know, change your, change your perspective, right? Moving on to the next job. Moving on to the next job. Now, great positive things. We have some awesome positive stories to tell. And to this day, I still use those in a positive way, right? But here's the thing. Disoriented dilemmas can be from positive, a promotion, a child being born, Right? I remember when I was younger, I would not wear my seatbelt. I just would not wear it. And the day that my wife had called and said she was pregnant, I didn't think about it. From that day, I always wore my seatbelt. That was a paradigm shift and what it meant of why I needed to be safe myself Okay, now what my wife said is, is, oh, I wasn't important enough to wear the seatbelt, right? <laughs> but it took realizing I'm going to have a son to be more safe, right? Those positive experience. A job promotion, right, can be a game changer. Now, the other side of it is negative experiences also change us, right? Divorce, death of a loved one okay finding out there's you have an illness okay losing a job all of those things affect who we are and how we look at the world and interact with the world okay so we got to look at it and how well do we know what our real perspective is right and how we choose to behave okay cuz remember throughout my whole thing today is our behaviors are dictated by our beliefs and our paradigms. Okay, no matter what, whether you realize it or not, every behavior that you and I have is driven by an underlying belief of some sort. Okay, and so in adult learning, this is a big part. And what we teach it's called critical thinking. Okay, um, and it's really about testing. and and hunting for your assumptions, okay, that underlie your behaviors, okay? And what they asked this morning is, is think about it. Okay, how are you worshiping? Because how you're worshiping really shows what you believe and how you give praise back to God and how you relate to God within the community here. Okay. And we need those reminders at times to help align how we believe and how we behave. Right? And that's really important. And so there's you know key experiences that you have. And and the hardest part of this is that remember, when we're confronted with change, what do we do? We resist it as much as possible. Right, And so while most research will show that when we're confronted with this change and we're confronted with a different belief system, okay, it usually takes a disorienting dilemma for us to be willing to change. But there are some people who press in and lean in to that. They're willing to constantly put their assumptions up on the table and challenge their own behaviors, challenge the collective behaviors, and really test and ask, does my behaviors match with what I believe? OK? And there, there are some simple processes. <laughs> All right. Oh. You know. <clears throat> <laughs> you know, it's funny, last week I, just, I, I presented at an academic conference on self-directed learning and you know, and I'm up here, I'm really challenging myself because this is not my normal context and domain. I, I speak in the business world and I'm working on speaking in the academic world. And so last week I was at a conference and I, I put this whole presentation together on some of the research and work that I'm doing. Um, like two weeks after I submitted all of my work, it had to be approved. I realized the authors that I was basing my research on was going to be at the conference, oh. right? Wow. Okay. Go what I clearly did not demonstrate as much is because nobody came up and put money in the offering, <laughs> <All> right? <laughs> you <bring> yeah. <laughs> you a box, man. Yeah. So into this, get something good today. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but this is the thing. Right, going back in all seriousness, that if we can learn how to lean in and constantly check ourselves and be willing to hunt those underlying assumptions that we have that drive our behaviors, we can learn to get out of the comfort zone. Okay, because we learning only occurs through the struggle. It only occurs through the struggle, right? So if we're not willing to be uncomfortable, we don't learn, okay? So think about it. If learning and continual lifelong learning as adults is tied to well-being and thriving in our life, but learning also only happens when we're uncomfortable, It takes us being willing to be uncomfortable to thrive. Okay? So how do we learn how to do this? And I think it first starts with understanding human nature. Okay? So where does this go in Scripture? Okay? Um, My favorite is Paul. Very practical, right? Really lived in the real world. And gave real world experiences. I studied biblical literature. So the big thing is the context. Okay. Um, Book of Galatians. So he had already been working with the church at Galatia, right? Really helped them see that they no longer needed to live under the law, that they're free in Christ, they were thriving, they had a great relationship together. He spent a lot of time there. He moved on, right? And if you know the background, Judaizers came in. Okay, and bamboozled them to go back and feel like they had to live under the law again. Okay, and so the book of Galatians is his letter back to them after all of this. And so he goes through all of it, and then chapter four, he talks about this, you know, and how what great of a relationship they had. And all of a sudden, their relationship is now strained, you know. And so, if you look, chapter four, it was 15 and 16, right? He says, you know, at one point you're willing to gouge your eyes out and give them to me, right? But now all of a sudden, I've become your enemy because I'm reminding you of the truth that you believed. And now you've departed from that, okay? So think in your lives, think of someone who you've had a good relationship with, okay? They've had some tough times they went through a transformative experience and really changed their behaviors and was doing good and then all of a sudden went back to their old ways what's their relationship when you come around again everybody loves charlie don't right right Okay. <laughs> That's it. it can be in any domain We do. I, I, I am in banking, right? We attempt to help a lot of people with money, manage their money, you know, balance it, learn how to take on credit responsibly, to pay back what they borrow.. Um, you know, and they're all excited and you see people doing well, then all of a sudden things change and they kind of no longer come around again. Right? Why? Well, what happens is, is because of their change in their behaviors, right, and they know, you and them know what they said they wanted to do and what they're doing doesn't match up, and you remind them of that divide between what they say they want to do and what they're doing, okay? And it causes this strain in themselves, okay? But acknowledging that their stress and what, what's, in academic terms, it's called cognitive dissonance, It's when your beliefs and your actions don't line up. It causes internal turmoil. But instead of them saying, oh man, you know, I realize this is what's going on and I have this break. I'm not taking the blame. You know what? You are causing this strife in me. It's your fault. So I'm not going to be around them anymore. Okay. you ever seen that between me and mom? <laughs> it's only you. She's good. Okay. So this is where... <clears throat> so there is a theory, and I, I study this more on a group level, mostly on a group level, but it, it applies individually as well. So there's a theory around this. of uh, It's called action science. It's looking at our behaviors in our theories or belief systems, right? So what we have is we have what's called espoused theories. It's what we say we believe. Okay? But then we have theories in use. Okay? It's the real theory or real belief system that we're operating under. Most of us, there's a divide between that, what we say we believe and what our actions really say we believe. Okay? So, but when we realize it, we have three choices. Okay? We have a divide between, right? So, one option is to change your behavior to align with what you say you believe. It's one option. Okay? The second option is to change your belief system And just own it. You already believe it because your behaviors are telling you that. Own it and say it as well. Okay? Now here's the third option. And this is the option most of us operate under. It's too painful. It takes too much work. I'm not going to address the fact that they don't match. And come hell or high water, if anybody brings this up to me, They're the enemy. And the reality is, is most of us operate under that. (laughs) I'll tell you this right now. So anything that goes in there, um, I'm a board member of the YMCA of Palm Beach County. Uh, I work with our youth leadership, okay, in developing leaders. Our goal in in Palm Beach County is to be the preeminent youth leadership program in the county. So anything that you give is going, is going to them, okay? But going back, we have three options. Change, huh? Change our, I know. Change our behaviors, okay? To match our beliefs. Change our beliefs to match our behaviors or, or denial and not think about it. And here's the reality. 95% of our behaviors we do not really test the underlying belief system. Okay. 95%? Mm-hmm. We do it naturally. We just naturally live our lives with without being intentional, right? And so, this is where <clears throat> we teach critical thinking skills. Okay. And critical thinking skills, right, has four parts to it. Right. At least from the guy that I follow uh, the theory on this of critical thinking. So four parts. Number one is be intentional and hunt your assumptions. Okay, this is where you seek out and you are mindful to say, okay, this is how I'm behaving with this. I mean, take anything. Take money. How you manage your money. Okay, Let let me sit down. The way that I spend my money, what does that say about my underlying belief of how I should spend my money. And you're consciously challenging yourself to see what it is you actually believe about it, okay? Number two is then you test that and say, is that the way I really want to spend my money? Okay? Now, the, one of the best ways to test it is the third action, is to search for other perspectives. Okay, what do other people think and how do other people manage their money? Is there a better perspective? Okay? And once you do, have you've done those 3 steps, you're now in a position to take informed action. And critical thinking is all about getting to the point where you are intentionally choosing to behave and live a certain way because you've gone through and you've hunted to see what your underlying belief system is you've tested it against other ideas and you are confident that this is the right approach for you at that time and you now become intentional in your life you now have purpose and you can have confidence in you're doing in what you're law. doing okay but here's the reality, is now that we can, if we can understand that, now I want to flip it around. We, we all probably had that person that we are the one that they don't come around because we expose that gap. Who's that person in our life that we choose not to be around because they remind us we're not quite <laughs> living. <laughs> <laughs> right. I I say to my managers all the time, okay, and leaders that I work with, if everybody loves you, you're not doing your job. If everybody hates you, you're not doing your job. Okay? Cuz if you're speaking truth, Okay, (laughs) if you're speaking truth, some people will love you because you help them get better. You help them identify where they're off and where they can improve, and they will love you for it. Okay, but unfortunately, those that same truth to some will strain the relationship so much that they'll choose not to be around you. And here's the hard part as being a leader is we have to realize that is going to happen. Okay? Now, we can work to help ease the strain. We can never eliminate it. Okay? But, you know, for me as an educator, helping adults learn, if I can help individuals, help groups learn how to... Think critically and to hunt your, your assumptions of what your underlying beliefs are. Test them, challenge it against other beliefs, and take that informed action. You'll find if when you learn how to do that, and you push in and you lean in to be uncomfortable, you get used to it, and you start to enjoy it. Okay? It's no different than physical activity and lifting weights. Okay? You've got to have some resistance. You've got to have restraint to push, right, to get better, okay? And so if we can learn how to do this, we're going to get comfortable in that. The people that challenge us, we're going to start to enjoy that relationship, okay? And that's our challenge, all right? Um, My recommendation, start small. Start small in your life with this, something simple. Okay. What time do I choose to go to bed at night? What time do I choose to wake up? I don't. That might not be that simple. I don't know. I mean, right? Um, and then you can grow and start, and then tackle the bigger things. Don't start with the biggest thing. Start small. Get used to it. Um, there's private aspects of this that you do whether it's journal writing, you know, or just, you know, having your way of the, your private reflection. Okay? But also, this is great within a social environment. Is learning to do this with trusted friends, trusted family members, trusted congregation. Okay? And if you learn how to do this, you learn about yourself of how you Respond and the emotions that come up when that divide is revealed. Okay? This works with God as well. When God reveals, hey, do we continue in our prayer? Do we continue to lean into Him? Or do we skip a couple days? Hopefully, it goes away. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> right? So it seems simple. Simple does not mean easy. Very hard, but it's a foundational aspect of our lives. And we do this whether we think about it or not. Right? So my challenge for, for Identity Church, for you individually, is to, to try this out, lean into it. Um, in the beginning, it's tough. It's challenging. Uh, but if you stick with it and try it, um, I believe you will find the reward. you will find your thriving in whatever it is that you seek to do this with. All right? I also will challenge you as a church. You can do this also collectively. Okay What do, what do we say we believe? What is our mission and our purpose as a church? Do our behaviors line up with that? Okay. In your family, what do we say? How do we want our family to behave? Does that line up with our behaviors? As a husband, what do I say how I'm supposed to interact with my wife? Is that what I do? Right? Yep, quality time. Quality time's important. Where do I spend my time? When I have free time, what do I do? Right? We can use this in any aspect of our lives, right? And so, <laughs> so... So that's the challenge, and I think we all have that, and it's a lifelong journey, and it's something that if we can learn how to do, we will take this for the rest of our lives, Right? And I think about as we get older, as I get older, as I you know, see you know, different stages of life, people tend to become more reflective and reflect back on the actions and behaviors that they had throughout their life. Start now. You can't change what happened in the past, but today you can change what goes forward. All right? So I thank you for your time, and I hope I can extend this forward with you thank you thank you for tuning into today's message from identity church to know more about us go to identitychurch.net where you'll find resources such as a calendar media and upcoming events you may also download an app for your mobile device from the apple app store or google play then from your mobile device you can hear our messages read from the bible take notes connect with us on the social media and even pay your tithe Again, thank you for tuning in to today's message from Identity Church.